0: Hey, everybody. We got the full spectrum cycling show number 194 this week. The week of before the Christmas holiday. Tony's in the studio with me here. A tardy JK should be wandering through the door directly. And in just a little bit, Dave Schlabowski will give us a shout on the Colin Studio. Whatever they call that Colin Studio. Call-in line. Yeah. Call-in thing. The thing where you can call in. Yeah. Which, if you don't call in, you, you know, you can't be on the show, But how, how do you call in? That's a good question. We don't say that much anymore. You could call 717-727-2453. Which spells bike. 717-727-bike. And you, too, can either leave a voicemail, which means you don't have to even speak to us, or call Wednesdays between 7 and 7.30, and... Have your voice heard on our very popular show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can almost say that with a straight face. Yeah, right.
0: Pretty much. I mean, well, at least a couple people listen to it now, I know. So that's good. Thank you. Thank you, listener. Uh, Snowmageddon apparently coming up here in the next yesterday or tomorrow kind of thing. They're saying. Earlier in the week, it was like somewhere between 10 inches and two feet. Yeah. Now it's like two to four inches or three to
1: five or yeah, something. Big,
0: big. So they don't really have any idea, and it's it's only a day away. But I think that it's getting closer to being snowing out. Feels like it. Right. I just wish that, uh, you know, we could get a little heads up on next, not not tomorrow, but next weekend's January 1st traditional, traditional ride, yeah. which is actually Sunday, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so swinging doors probably not going to be open.
0: Oh, we're going to have to check that out. Maybe if they know a couple dozen people are showing up, they maybe they'll open the doors over there. Yeah. I think they're actually closed on Mondays, aren't they?
1: Sundays and Mondays,
0: Ugh. right? Yep, and also more restaurant closings, this one more permanent.
1: Stubbies. Stubbies
0: was a staple down there just off the bridge on Humboldt.
1: They bought, and, it. Uh, they bought it right when the bridge was opening. Wonk, wonk.
0: Here oh, he comes oh, there he it's, is.
1: This ties in well Conk, wonk, wonk. that the we the, have, the gnomish with JK, JK showing up. Walking through the door. His his timing is perfect as we were discussing the Stubby's closure.
2: Hello. There he is. Where will the pile of uh nachos arrive? Huh? My
0: house. Oh. Wait, what? He's, he's disrobing we're gonna just we lost your mic that's because he's disrobing i don't oh, I don't want oh. anybody to see him taking his clothes off oh. All right. see now it, mic. It, it's radio so I didn't want them to see you disrobing i like it here he is folks jk here um so were you at the homestead or were you elsewhere 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 yes got that where you want it now Getting there. All getting right. there. All right. So, J.K.'s here.
2: Here
1: he is, folks.
0: Good uh, We just started talking about I know. We well, just started talking about As Stubbies you because the
1: you sent the message. Mm-hmm. So, I happened to send the message to Cleone and Molly that Stubbies was closing, which Cleone responded very abruptly and very angrily with a long no, and she said, we're going today. and I'm like,
2: Today being? Tw-
1: Wednesday. Oh, I was going to say. A couple days ago. Yeah, a couple days ago. But the the last day is today, today. The last day will be today, today.
0: Friday, folks. So, Friday, folks. Web time.
1: So, I have to quit working on the house, get in the car, go pick up Cleone and her friend Maya, who was a regular with us, Molly from EWM, head over to Stubby's. We show up at 4.01. They open at 4.00. We come up st- with the elevator, you know we go in, I see Brad walking, you so I'm going to go yell right? at him. Uh, I'm going to go yell at him for closing, and as I'm walking through, I realize there's no one else in the entire place except for two people sitting at the bar. Maybe that's why they're closing. Uh, no da, 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 it was da, da. It. it was a minute after opening, but oddly enough, it was of all people. Donardo and Alicia.
2: Ah, I was waiting for it. (laughs) It's like, holy crap! They're they're the only people that beat us to
1: you know Wednesday after the news is broken, and and yeah, you know Brad's gonna deal work with more with La Masa, his his him and his sister's joint other
0: restaurant. That's kind of a weird group of people who are all intermingling on different ceviches and Mm -hmm. La Massas and other restaurants. Yeah, empanadas.
1: her husband, Brad, I believe, if I remember correctly, his Brad's brother-in-law is one of the guys from
0: Com- ceviche,
1: uh, and, and ceviche. ceviche. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, uh,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: Peruvian dude.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh,
2: yeah. Oh, so, ceviche that will be opening in Shorewood, which I just won't, saw the sign. while
0: Going to the UPS store to drop <laughs> off some eBay sales. There. When I have to, to go sure. buy,
2: when I have to go buy my uh, rolling papers. Oh yes, I will have uh, pretty taping. Tasty food.
0: Well, we now have a button to push. I'm pushing a button right now. Oh, I'm pushing shit. Bushing, pushing, bush, pushing, putting. Mm-hmm. Hey, you sound hey, like me. Hey, welcome to the radio program, caller. Who do we have on the line?
3: It's Seely Dave. Seely Dave. Seely Dave.
0: Welcome to the program, Sealy Dave. How are things up in Sealy, Wisconsin?
3: Very snowy. It's like Ooh. I live in Hooville. <laughs> oh nice. All huh? the trees are all the trees are heavily flocked in in um snow from the big wet dump we got last week and they're big all like bendy dump, and man. stuff so it looks like a Dr. Seuss snow globe up here. Whoa. Are you there's it, more snow falling right now?
0: Are you part of the snow or are you too far north for the big uh, band?
3: Uh no, we you know it's Last week we got a huge wet dump of snow that knocked power out and trees down and stuff like that. So I spent literally, um, every day last week, um, dealing with either snow blowing, um, shoveling, chainsawing, shaking trees, lopping trees, something, something related to snow and making clear paths. Um, I was like five, six days on that last week um, between our property and the five miles of trail that I maintain.
0: Yeah, I know you guys have a couple uh, acres up there. I'm just kind of wondering if it feels like you actually bought into more acreage than that couple acres that are actually on your title. and well, I
3: maintain that I maintain the neighborhood trail network. So there's about five total miles of that trail and I groom it and then I do the majority of the clearing when trees fall and stuff like that. Um, uh, neighbors help a little bit, but I've got the snowmobile and I've got the groomer um, and then I've got more time than most of the other neighbors do. So, and more inclination. So I end up doing most of that, but I enjoy it really. It's a, it's a nice problem to have, to have 30 inches of snow on the ground.
0: Wow. That's what you got already. That's uh, impressive
3: Well, by the time we had, I'm sure we had 20, um, and uh, by the time this storm finishes, um, it's like I said, it's still snowing right now. Um, Yeah, we should have received 30-some inches of snow so far this season, and it stayed cold. So although it compacts over time, you know, um, it settled like this last snow, the snow that we're getting right now is dry and fluffy. Um, so that, you know, you knock the air out of that and that settles down, but, um, but yeah, we've got a really solid base. Um, so essentially once Canva is, is behind on, they've got way more miles of trail than I do, um, obviously. So, um, they have, they normally groom 50 to 70 miles of single track and with all the, it takes, So it takes about. Just as a reference, um, I I sent you a picture of my shop tonight. Just so I had it. Yep, yep, I I saw that. Very good. But um, I can send you a couple of pics or a video or two if you want to put them on show notes for listeners of uh, what the trails look like when I'm out there, you know, shaking and lopping and cutting down trees. I mean, Canva's got. So it takes (laughs) me. It took me. um, It took me. Like I probably. Four days just work, just working on the trails of about six or eight hours a day to clear um, five and groom five miles of trail. Wow. So it's um, a lot of work. And some sections are worse than others. So some areas are, are worse and are even more work than what I have. But, uh, I've got so, a couple of sections that I'm just not, I'm not even touching until we can get a group of neighbors help because there's just too many. Giant trees down for me to just do it myself. So there's a few sections of our trail I'm just leaving. I've got about eighty percent of it done.
0: So because you're in the area where the fat bike Berkey's been going on forever, and there's cross country skiing up there, and way before these fancy fat bike things came out, people were grooming for um, cross country skiing. But
3: snowmobile six hundred miles of snowmobile. Yeah,
0: yeah, that kind of stuff. And but there's you know there's people in other areas of the country where fat biking sort of a new fad. I understand and uh, they don't have the grooming experience or the um, maybe even the equipment to do it as, as well as you guys do it up there. But one thing you brought up earlier was the wet dump in the beginning and then the mm-hmm. more powdery snow, and then you have to knock the air out of it because right. powdery snow doesn't pack if you just ride on it, right? So you have to do something yeah, to it to hard, make it.
3: it's hard to groom. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's difficult to groom. So the nice thing about this winter was – we got some early snow that wasn't super packable, but it was like, you know, six to eight inches of that sort of fluffy stuff. And it, you know, you run the groomer over it enough, you can knock the air out of it and it settles down. So I was able to, our very first snow, build a reasonable base, you know, it was thin, you know, I mean, you could see grass through it and spots and stuff like that, but you could ride it with fat bikes. It was fun. It looked like winter outside, you know, so so it was nice. Then the next snow we got, um, that 20 some inches that we got, um, over a couple of days, we got six inches first. That was heavy, wet snow. And then there was a, like a, a a 12 hour break or an eight hour break. So as soon as it stopped snowing, I went out with a groomer and packed down that first six inches of wet snow. And then I waited till the other, you know, 12 inches fell. And then I, I'd um, pack that down again. So you kind of got to keep up with it. Um, Otherwise it gets so deep. The snowmobiles get stuck as it is. You know, I flipped the snowmobile over a couple of times, got stuck a few times and that's just part of the deal. Um, But
0: good workout though. huh?
3: Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of work um, and it's, it's, but it's a nice problem to have. If you live in an area where, where snow is what you do in the wintertime. Right. You know? that,
0: I mean, that used to be down here. You know that. You lived down here before, but we haven't right. had, I don't think I we've did. had a, I don't when think I we've, a kid. Yeah, yeah, we haven't had a measurable snow this I, year, I don't think, have we? Oh, maybe mm-hmm. two or something. It was, it was less. Than two. We don't have any snow right now. We're supposed, we were, the originally threat. it was the supposed threat. to be, the threat, them, right? the threat is coming and I'm I'm, thinking we're going to get you know three to five or something one where they were, yeah right yeah. they were saying yeah. 10, one 10 inches to two feet snowmageddon and we're like anywhere like, yeah. between eighty four I don't believe it <laughs> we're, to, we're to the top right. of the snowy hill here now where I guess we're ringing the bell here uh I didn't uh, do it Tony Tony rank Tony got to the top of the hill first today Tony. somehow must be, <laughs> he must, okay so he must not be running those v tires anymore because he's Pretty slow on those oh, things. Those <laughs>
1: things are, we'll see what happens this, this uh, New Year's Day. Uh, Tony went to Costco today went to and Costco a and,
0: deal on some
1: beer there. Yeah, the Sierra Nevada had a, a IPA special, of uh, four different, including a limited edition cold torpedo, which is a cold IPA. I have no idea what that means. Well, it's cold. Well, it is cold. For one. 7% <laughs> A and... Yeah, the ALC is 7% by volume.
0: Yeah, alcohol, ABV.
2: they yeah. are just I making mean,
0: up words It's now. a good thing. I, d- I don't me. know. No, it's
2: tasty. It's so just, I had
0: mine saliva. in a koozie, and I pulled it out, and I know now what it is, but that looks very phallic
2: right there to me. you
0: got to see the picture. Mm. It's just the top of the hops, but it's kind of,
2: <laughs> kind of weird. It's the top of the hops. The top maybe. of
1: the I generally like a Sierra. This one has a very similar taste to most of them.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't think well, that flavor profile is. Well, you had so the much.
1: Dankful. I like that. Yeah, the Dankful was the first one I had, which was yeah, uh, a little stronger.
2: Hell yeah, generously happy. Um,
1: Dave, Dave, what are you quaffing like there? Yeah, what are you having,
3: Dave? Um, uh, you can see it in that pic I sent you. It's uh, Angry Minnow uh, Imperial Milk Stout. It's a bourbon barrel aged mm. stout. It's 9%. Um, so it's a heavy,
0: capital, heavy
3: hitter, but it it, you know, it drinks like a milk stout. It's
1: right. know,
3: like chocolate milk and You just got to be careful because it's nine percent. Well, right. you, yeah, but you don't you That's don't have like the, um, you
0: don't have the cookie duster to
2: uh, collect the foam on your upper lip. though. the uh, the <laughs> the <laughs> no, new the new happy hour at the uh, at the Nomad. Oh, the the pit of doom. What did you call it? Yeah like that, <laughs> well, you know sometimes they do sometimes they don't. They have the Tripacarm elite, and oh
3: that's uh, that's delicious,
2: yes, when you get it for one dollar,
3: oh yeah, that's fair or
2: yeah, that's like a that's like an eight or ten dollar beer most exactly, people. and then if you wait twenty minutes, then it'll cost you two dollars. and And 20 more and then 20 more minutes it'll cost you three dollars that's a good happy hour so that's bad. they
3: encourage you to drink three triple caramel leaps and like
2: well no (laughs) normally people just drink what they're gonna drink but i have friends that are going like dude it's on. It's on. <laughs> yeah. it, if I hit the button, it'll just be a dollar. So it's cool. Yeah,
0: because at the end of the hour it goes back to its normal nine or ten bucks or whatever. Exactly. It is, right? yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good deal. I'm glad it's back because that was a fun climb the ladder sort of situation exactly
2: yeah
0: all right keeping with the alcohol theme since we're talking about (laughs) stuff here's something that we're coming up on our (coughs) annual january 1st ride to go watch the dips do the dip down there at bradford beach and i remembered last year that our wonderful friend kenny nielsen had some hot buttered rum in a thermos and i I believe it was uh, Jeff. Jeff. Been, oh, Scanlon did. Yeah, okay. Scanlan and says. so I just, I haven't really done hot buttered rum forever. And I'm wondering if any of the three of you even have a decent recipe for hot buttered rum, because I looked up on the web and it seems like there's about a bazillion ways to do it.
2: No, I would just or call Jeff. Jeff. I, <laughs> I would just call <laughs> Jeff and, and listen to the hot buttered elves. Yeah. Say Ta-da. just um, bring twice as much. Cause it was really tasty. Yeah.
1: Especially when it's,
3: very yeah, cold out nah, I, when it comes to that sort of stuff, I usually just opt for the the frozen uh, the the frozen Tom and Jerry mix and the the freezer from whatever local place is making it, and and mix my rum and brandy in that, and heat it up. I it's, I'm too lazy to
1: <laughs> call
0: it a day.
3: Start not, start yeah, making. I just
2: hope for the, the best when nuts. I get
3: down there.
1: I'm hoping Jeff does that too. Yeah, me too,
0: for <laughs> sure. Jeff, you're listening. Yeah, he's one of our listeners. Yeah, he's one of our <laughs> listener. Uh, Dave, do, would, do you have events coming up up that way? People ought to know about. I'm just, I haven't really been um, paying a huge attention. I know the uh, Fatbike.com site over there has got what some sort of calendar thingy. The they do
3: Big Fat. The Sealy Big Fat is um, the first fat bike race up here. That is, um, I think it's January twenty first. I want to say. That's a camber race that used to be right out of here. Actually, the original race went through on our neighborhood trails. Um, but, uh, then it moved over to Sealy Hills trails on old double O. And, um, but this year, the section of, uh, Sealy Hills that includes all those cool trails and like the big fat loop and stuff like that is under massive logging, active logging right now. So. Most of those trails don't exist right now and they'll have to be redone uh, in the spring. So they've moved the Sealy Big Cam, has moved the Sealy Big Fat to Hatchery Creek down in down in Hayward, which will make, you know, it's a shame as a proud, you know, Sealyite here. Um, Sealyite. Uh, it, it's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame to see that cool DIY style race down in Hayward. Um, but I understand there there just wasn't a way for them to do it up here. Copy that. Uh, with the with the with that. So um they could have actually probably done it if they talked to me and like I could have managed to get my trails open, but uh they so Canva hasn't even groomed Dilly Pass yet, which is one of their big ones. They haven't groomed Esker. Um there's a lot of trails because of all these trees down. That So if folks are thinking about coming up here to ride, uh, we still have great riding. I, I You know, the, the gravel roads and stuff like that, they're amazing. So you, don't, you don't have to do single track. You're still off in the middle of the woods and stuff like that on the gravel roads here. So there's plenty of great riding. And some of the trails are done, but people should check the Canva Trails Conditions page before they come just in case. I'm dying to ride Esker, and then they get up here and Esker isn't open. Right. Or
0: they could maybe roll through the sawmill and run into Sealy Dave and say, what do you recommend there, Sealy Dave? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can I can definitely hook people up with routes. We just had some folks staying at our, our Airbnb, and uh, I, I shared some of my local um, things where I mix, mix our trails with the uh, snowmobile trails, with the gravel roads, with some other logging Travel paths road. and stuff like that.
2: A very cool
0: so job. I I think you I think we talked about the fact that uh, NICA is doing their opening race up there next fall and I'd already had to make my reservations at the start line in and when I talked to Elizabeth she had related that they did a bunch more building after the race this past spring yeah. on trails there at the old Telemark area um, are those yeah. are those are those flowy trails groomed for winter riding or are they just uh three season trails?
3: Um, no, not, not yet. Um, I believe, and they changed some of the names of the trails, can change some of the names of the winter trails that they groom over there too. But I don't think any of that, I think they're completely focused on getting, um, hatchery and the hospital trails down in Hayward, clear of all the dead fall and open because the race is coming up. So they, so I think they're, they're putting all their primary energy into those things. And I'm sure there are some, you know, neighborhood, uh, Canva, you know, trail angels that are out there clearing trails all over the system where they do groom, uh, you know, sort of like me on, on our neighborhood trails. But, um, uh, but I don't think, The Berkey is not going to groom any of those. Those are technically, I think those are technically Berkey trails. It's kind of hard for me to, I don't, I haven't seen an actual drawing of the plan, um, but um, uh, I think the Berkey built those trails with Canva. So I don't exactly know who's going to be grooming those. Gotcha. Um, But they are those, yes, they are wide enough, flowy enough that they could be um great groomed um trails in the wintertime. I just don't know if they're they're gonna be right now. And the Berkey is an even though you know they've got those giant, you know, piston bullies and hey! all kinds of like huge heavy equipment. Um hey what
0: That was Tony
3: Tony Tony
0: making a smell. Stop it, Tony
2: Oh, <laughs> he's a stinky
0: boy in our little eight by eight tree. <laughs> I
1: just, I, I had to acknowledge. We're in plastic the, pants, Oh, okay. plastic hey, pants. It'll yeah, yeah, never yeah. get out.
2: Ooh, oh okay. yeah, showers pass. They hold in your fucking whatever. <laughs> Do you have a charger? What? No, I don't. I'm saying that the Berkey
3: the the Berky guys are all out doing the same thing that I am. They're they have even more trees and stuff to clear and bigger ones. So they're kind of, but they're, they're grooming and stuff. So I don't, but anyway, I don't think their focus is going to be on their mountain bike grooming, mountain bike trails this winter it, they, until they know they've got the Berkey course clear.
0: Gotcha. So I ran, a, I priorities. ran, a, I ran across an article cause I try to keep up with bicycle news to some extent and Oddly enough, the feeds that I get are about three times more about e-bikes than normal bicycles these days. But anyway, there was an article called In Defense of Fat Bikes, which I read, and it was like somebody new to fat biking, which I guess is a fad. We all know that. Oh, totally. um, but I I, I think that people that, like this lovely lady who wrote a very wordy and, um, well, flower fluffery article about fat biking they don't understand how important a tire pressure is and they don't understand how important actually a good tire is versus a piece of crap that is the same size as a good tire. Absolutely. Uh, up there where you're right. riding, what do you, yeah. what, what's your favorite tire for basically riding, well, basically I, all around riding? I leave,
3: my Dill- I, I leave my Dillinger's on all winter long and, uh, for um, uh, for summer riding,
0: I have, I think there's a Van Helga. Could be, yep. That, that is uh, a tire for sure. North Van Helga. I, I guess what my point 45. here is, is that 45 North uh, definitely, and, and to some extent too Surly, make tires that ride markedly better than some of the other brands that you could buy that are still big, you know, 4.8-inch tires. And, it, yeah. I mean, Tony was yeah. a perfect example last year. He had some some V-brand tires, which I don't think we can spell. But, anyway. Um, Just
2: V-E-E.
0: Tire. Ish. And they were markedly slower They're than horrible. people who are riding a good tire. And I, I, it's probably down to the carcass and the care they take and why they cost twice or three times as much as a lesser expensive tire. But I guess my point here is, to these people that are just starting fat biking for the first time which believe it or not there are still people it's fat, it's if, you, fat. if you get an if you get a inexpensive bike like a Motobacon or you get a I don't even know what's out there anymore that's in that sub thousand dollar range juice right. uh, I can remember when when JK <laughs> uh, had the the megalith from state bicycles way oh, back yes. in the olden times well, and know. we swapped out the crappy tires for a good set of tires and it totally Extremely changed how right. well the bike yeah. rode. It yeah. you know?
1: really is amazing. It
0: was. Yeah. What,
3: what I do, what I remind people of, if if they 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 talk about ah fat bikes, they you know they not they ride like crap and stuff. Like I remind them that people average seventeen miles an hour on the fat bike, Berkey. That's that's you know I mean that's it's moving. A, that that's, is moving. One of the hardest courses on snow, massive hills. Dude, and I'm a those, nine. I'm a nine.
2: Are, I'm rolling out a nine. You know, so
3: it, I'm just saying, it's it can be a fast bike.
2: Yeah, absolutely. If you, you need know. it, yeah,
0: yeah. But you know, just I mean, so, just to enjoy yeah. it, it, I just imagine taking something that has a very hard sidewall and trying to put three or five pounds of pressure in it. It's not going to happen. Right. If you're not getting that dragster well, wrinkle walled sidewall, and like the
3: pressure is. The pressure is people don't understand. Nobody's got low pressure gauges. When I worked at Canva, I, um, I installed, uh, those, they're not great, but they're, they're better than nothing. Um, those, uh, planet bike, um, 15 PSI gauges, uh, at every fat bike trailhead. And we have a sign up that recommends, you know, a tire pressure of five PSI or lower. So, yeah, they're clueless. People don't know. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. only other way you used to be able to tell people is is one one to three wrinkles,
0: right? right. Yeah.
3: Um, when you're sitting on your bike, um, you should yeah, have at least one it. wrinkle, three if it's really soft. And yeah, and you know, to some realize, extent,
0: you can feel it with that your. That will make
3: riding fun.
0: Exactly. That's yeah, my point that here. I guess that's what I was getting to. the point because is yeah.
3: to make
2: yeah. riding goddamn fun.
0: Absolutely.
3: <laughs> All right, yeah, Dave. If you if you have too high a pressure, you. Dig in and you fall over.
0: Yes, which is what this whole article was exactly. about, and how giggly and fun it is to fall down in the snow all the time. But I was just thinking to myself that likely <laughs> you don't have you had to fall down too much tire pressure, <laughs> and uh, you could well, be having more fun. Right. Exactly, so. guys. all right, Dave. Well, I really right, appreciate you calling.
3: To in my workbench.
0: Right on. Uh, all right, scrub,
2: scrub well. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Cleanliness is godliness. Okay.
0: Bye. Anyway. Bye. See you, Dave. Everybody. <laughs> there he goes he's heading out he's going into the uh the ether of the airwaves scrubbing i i feel like the scrubbing because the fates of death boys did us a solid and stopped at seven and i said we're gonna do a half hour i feel like maybe we should you know what let them get back to their noise making over there all I'm right come so back are, next are we week.
2: doing well i i'm not gonna be in town next week oh so okay Fuck off.
0: No, no, show. Oh, that's
2: well, heavy. So, so all you, yeah. where are no, you? So where, I,
0: where the hell are you going?
2: I'm going on a damn train and I'm going down to Nolan's.
0: Nolan's on a train. I'm going to go
2: see uh, where Nicolas Cage is going to die or entomb himself. Not in Las Vegas. I thought
0: he left Las Vegas. Oh, he probably went to Nolan's. Nolan's? He bought a a place. So, are you taking a bike on the train? No. This would be a good thing because I don't think it's very expensive.
2: Uh, (laughs) I don't even want to roll the dice on that (laughs) shit, dude. No, let, let, let me put it this way: I already like made the reservation, and part of the reservation was already canceled, and I had to modify it, and I had to call because you can't modify online, and so I have to call, and at least. Their on hold music didn't suck. They played Deadbeat Glove by the fucking B fifty twos. Nice, nice. And I'm just like, son of a bitch, that's awesome. And it also reminded me, like, oh my God, hey, they're doing their farewell tour next year. True that. And most of, most most complaint. of it is gonna be like later in the year in Vegas. So just everybody we're the Deadbeat Club. Deadbeat Dead Club. Club. We're well, the Deadbeat Club. Deadbeat Club. All right. <laughs> All right, <We're> everybody. Definitely
1: <laughs> Deadbeat Club now.
0: Yep. All right, Deadbeats. Beats. will see you next week. Or whenever. Without JK. Yeah, probably JK won't be here at that right, particular time. Call yeah. in. Try, yeah. Yeah. I did, in. That,
2: yeah. I, I did that in fucking Spain. I did. Call Yeah, in. you did. All right. I did that, that in beep. Spain. I did. <laughs>
0: All right. Later, everybody. Bam, 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 bam.